preferred walk on a PFF college football show. I'm your host, Max Chadwick. And on this show, we interview some of the biggest superstars in college football, whether they be players, whether they be media personalities, whether they be guys who run the top all-star games in the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Bowl like Jim Nagy and Eric Galco. However, we've never had a coach on this show yet. Well, that ends right now with Utah head coach Kyle Whittingham, who in my opinion is one of the top 10 head coaches in college football. He's been at Utah as the head coach since 2005, and he's been with the youth in some capacity since 1994. He's a two-time Pac-12 Coach of the Year. He won National Coach of the Year in 2008 and most recently has led the Utes to back-to-back Pac-12 championships. As always, a major thank you to Dave Sofaro who sets up every single one of these interviews. And we've got plenty more still to come. So make sure you hit that subscribe button either on Apple, Spotify, even YouTube as well if you want to watch these interviews. But without further ado, here he is, Utah Head Coach, Kyle Whittingham. So the first question, Coach, I wanted to ask you was that, you know, a lot of college football coaches around the country bounce around from job to job looking for the next big thing. You, however, have stayed at Utah for for 30 years now, nearly 30 years now, first as an assistant, now as a head coach. What is it that makes Utah so special? Well, first of all, you know, it's just a great place to live. I mean, up here in the Rocky Mountains, I'm a skier, which uh, you're not going to find any better skiing in the world, literally, than what we got right here (laughs) At Utah, uh, I grew up here for the most part. I was born down in L.A., but moved up here in eighth grade. So for all intent and purposes, I'm, I'm from the area. Uh, it's a great university, a uh, great place to raise a family. I mean, just so many positives. And that coupled with the uh, the fact that I am not a grass is always greener type of a guy has kept me here for, for a lot of years. I've been fortunate, been blessed. Uh, it's an anomaly, you know, in this day and age, especially for, for that to happen. But but uh, it's been a great run and and uh, very, like I said, blessed and fortunate to be able to have had that happen to me. So in your 30 years now at Utah, do you find anything different about this 2023 team? I think it's the most talented team we've ever had. I really do from one to 85 as far as your, your scholarship roster. Um, we've been working hard in recruiting. Our recruiting classes seem to get a little bit better each year. We were a top 20 class last year. I think we were right at number 20. And so, uh, and that's what it's all about. It's all about assembling talent, then uh, uh, you know, developing and managing that talent. So you recruit, you develop, you manage, and uh, our assistant coaches have done a phenomenal job of developing players through the years. But a lot of the players that we have in the NFL, which is is quite a bit, there are quite a uh, quite a few are former three-star, you know, not real heavily recruited guys out of high school. So I think that speaks to the ability of our assistant coaches to to develop. So I agree with you. I think you have one of the most talented rosters you've had in, in a long time. But honestly, when people talk about the Pac-12 conference, they bring up Caleb Williams and USC. They bring up Oregon and Bo Nix, Washington, Michael Penix Jr. It's you guys that have won the last two Pac-12 championships, though. Do you feel like Utah is consistently getting underrated when talking about the entirety of the Pac-12 conference? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Uh you know, those players you mentioned are, are fabulous players. I mean, they're the quarterbacks in this league are, are tremendous. And and we've got one of our own in Cam Rising. When you got the guy that, that led you to back to back conference championships and can't even make honorable mention preseason, uh, all pack twelve, that that tells you uh, a little bit about the talent level of quarterback in this league. But we wouldn't trade our guy for anybody, I can tell you that. He's he's an absolute warrior and and we love him. Uh as far as us not getting our due, 
You know, I don't know. I think uh, when you look at last year's final rankings, we were the highest ranked four loss team in the country. So, so I think there is some respect, a level of respect out there. And, uh, but, but we do seem to perform well when we have chip on our shoulder. You know, we have a little bit of a, a beef that, that we seem to be at our best. I love that. So obviously you mentioned before Cam Rising. That's kind of the biggest storyline for you guys is offseason. He unfortunately suffered a, a pretty serious knee injury in that Rose Bowl. How has his recovery gone? And are you guys expecting him to be ready for that postseason opening game? Well, he's been right on schedule. Uh, there's been no setbacks. Uh, it is going to come right down to the wire. It's going to be right now. You had to flip a coin. It's 50, 50, whether, whether or not he'll be ready for that opener. Of course, that's not our decision as coaches. That's a medical staff decision as well as cam, of course, but uh, you know, we're hoping for the best and, and knowing cam rising, if there's any way he can be out there, he will. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, you know, if, Worst case scenario, he isn't open. He isn't ready for that season opener. How confident are you in the guys behind him, like Brandon Rose? Yeah, well, right now it would be Brandon Rose. There's still some competition going on there. We've got uh, Nate Johnson and Bryson Barnes that are also in the mix. Uh, if we had to play today and Cam wasn't available, which which he wouldn't be today, it would be Brandon. But but uh, each of those three other guys are going to continue to get reps and continue to sort themselves out and and come out with a a uh, very solidified pecking order. I hope in the next uh, two to two and a half weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned before, you know, how you love Cam Rising, how we consider him also to be one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. What makes Cam such a special quarterback, such a special leader for your team? Well, I think it's just that he's he's a leader. He's the alpha dog of the football team. Everybody looks to Cam. Uh, as Cam goes, so goes our so goes our team. And and uh, he's a he's a great uh, lead by example guy. I mean, he's vocal, but he'll also be the hardest worker out there. And and uh, he sets the bar pretty high. And then he demands that everybody live up to that standard. And, and uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, he, I don't know. You think he has any one real uh, physical quality that stands out above the others. He's just really good at everything. You know, he can move in the pocket, extend the play. He's got a strong arm, quick release has uh, goes through his read progression really quick, you know, quick decision maker uh, takes care of the football. So his game is just so uh, complete. But as far as any one thing that stands out, no, I think it's just everything. But, but again, going back to the leadership, aspect that is what really makes him special in our opinion absolutely so speaking of guys coming back from injuries you got an amazing tight end coming back at brent keith and i think people forget honestly he was your top tight end in 2021 and 2020 not dalton kincaid who ended up being a first round pick how excited are you to get brent back in the fold can't wait to get him back out there and like cam he's coming off an acl uh you know as well uh, he's right on schedule uh, in addition to cam, but it's going to be not a guarantee that he'll be there right, right away, you know, for the opener, but, but, uh, it's great to have him back. Um, he is a, a talented young man. He's not a prototypical tight end. You know, he's about six, two, 230 pounds. So he's not the big, tall, rangy, uh, tight end that, uh, you know, an inline guy, but, but he can play that U back position and move around. He's a tough matchup, impossible to cover for linebackers. And even for safeties is a difficult matchup. Yeah, absolutely. So, Coach, we consider you to be one of the best coaches in college football. We also consider your offensive coordinator, Andy Ludwig, to be one of the top OCs in college football, too. You obviously come from a defensive background. So how nice is it knowing, hey, Andy's got the offense and I don't need to worry about it basically at all with him there? It, it's incredibly nice. And and uh, all our coordinators, you know, Andy is is the most tenured Power 5 offensive coordinator in the country. He's got the most years at the Power 5 level as an OC. Uh, Morgan Scally does a phenomenal job with the defense, and Sharif Shaw does a great job with our special team. So I'm 
very fortunate to have uh, been surrounded by great staff and, you know, in football, you can't do it all. I mean, basketball, baseball, I guess, you know, some other sports, the, the head coach or the manager can pretty much run everything, but in football, there's too many aspects to it. So you got to have some really good people around you to, uh, you know, to get the job done. And we fortunately do. So one of the guys you brought to the Pac-12 media days was Cole Bishop, who we consider to be one of the best safeties in college football, especially when he's working downhill. How is it having him as basically the leader of your defense? It's great. And, and uh, the kid that plays next to him is pretty good too. Sione Vaki. He's mm-hmm. got uh, your numbers say he's, he's a pretty good player as well. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if Cole's a first round draft choice when that time comes, you know, if he can stay healthy and stay on the trajectory that he's on and, and Sione's a, a very high draftable guy as well. So we're, we're blessed with a pair of safeties that, that uh, are really good football players. Uh, Nate Ritchie, the third guy, he started as a true freshman a few years back. He went on a church mission, just got back. So there's another guy that we got that's got a ton of experience. So we've got a lot of depth at that position, much like the entire defense. We've got talent and depth at virtually every spot. And uh, again, that's uh, due to a lot of uh, hard work in the recruiting and, and stacking up good recruiting classes on top of each other. Absolutely, Coach. So I actually, I'm ranking every single position group in college football, top 10 at every position group. And I think Utah easily has a top 10 linebacker unit in college football. You got Lander Barton there, Kareem Reed there. We're very high on both of those guys. How crucial is that linebacker unit for your defense? And, you know, how amazing are how amazed are you by Lander and Kareem so far? Yeah, those two players are, are uh, very solid for us. Uh, uh, Kareni Reed never makes a mistake. He is so, mm-hmm. so smart. Lander physically gifted six, four and a half, 245 pounds. Now he's put on 20 pounds since last year and he can run like a deer. Uh, so he's a, he's a tremendous talent. Uh, Lavani Damuni is a transfer from Stanford that we got in here and he was a captain last year for them. And one of their leading tacklers, he'll add to that mix. And, and it's, it's crucial for us to have, uh, you know, outstanding linebacker plays. Those are our tacklers, the safeties and the backers in this scheme are the, the guys that do all the tackling. And, and those backers are very fortunate to have a great front uh, in, you know, right in front of them to eat up those blocks and keep them free. Absolutely. So another guy on, on your offense now that we're, we're very high on too is Jaquindon Jackson, who coming out of high school was this really highly rated quarterback recruit. I got to know, what was that conversation like saying, hey, Jaquindon, we're actually going to play you at running back now and not a quarterback? Was there any like pushback from him uh, during that conversation? Zero pushback. He's a team guy all the way. He knew the predicament we were in at running back. You know, we had lost uh, two or three guys to injury and and had some issues. And uh, that was really the saving grace for our run game. That second half of the season was, was what Jaquinnon brought to the table. And, and uh, we couldn't have won a championship if that had not happened. I don't believe. Absolutely. So I want to talk to you real quick about the NFL guys that you're sending out, specifically Donkin Cade, uh, who's a first round pick to the to the Bills. And then obviously Clark Phillips, the third, who I thought was severely underdrafted. I think he's going to do really good work with the Falcons. But how excited are you and what do you think they will bring to the NFL level? Oh, I think they're both special players and and Dalton Kincaid. Uh, you know, he's not a, not got a lot of football experience. He was a basketball player primarily growing up and, and he's going to get better and better. I think the bills are going to be just elated with what he brings to the table and, and the plays he's going to make. He's, he's a special athlete. We've, uh, you can count, I've been here 30 years as we've talked about, and you can count on one hand, the guys that have as much athletic ability as he does that have come through here. Uh, Clark, uh, you know, just a tremendous player, great anticipation, smart, savvy, uh, not the tallest guy, you know, he's a little bit uh, undersized as far as that goes, but he's built like a, uh, you know, a fire hydrant. And so he's, you know, he's very, very put together and, and uh, great quickness, great, great change of direction can play the slot corner as well as outside. So I think he's going to be a valuable asset for, for Atlanta. 
Yeah, absolutely. So you guys have made back-to-back Rose Bowl appearances, which is the first time in program history you've made back-to-back near six bowls. But like you said before, this roster you got coming back this year is maybe even more talented than those two. Uh, what do you think this team is capable of in 2023? Well, if everything falls into place, we can get Cam back on the field sooner rather than later. We stay healthy. That's always an issue. Uh, have the ball bounce your way a few times. I mean, who knows? I think, uh, you know, it's it's possible to have a three-peat, obviously, and it, which has never been done, by the way, in the Pac-12. Nobody's ever three-peated. So that's something we're shooting for. We have not made it to the CFP uh, yet. And so that's always uh, something that we're looking towards as well. So so good things can happen, I can tell you that. But uh, again, you got to stay healthy. You got to get some breaks along the way. And above all else, Cam Rising has got to be ready to go. Absolutely. So you mentioned before your team has a chip on its shoulder always, but how does it feel now being the back-to-back Pac-12 champs and having you know the target on your back this year? It's great, and we talk about it all the time. We don't, uh, you know, shy away from from any of that conversation, and we we tell our guys it's harder to stay on top than it is to get to the top. And now that we're on top, it, you're right. We have a target on our back, and everybody's gunning for us, and and uh, that's not a problem. I mean, you got to be able to handle that. If you want to be a great program, which we want to be, we don't want to be a great team every now and then. We want to be a great program year in and year out. Then you have to be able to uh, to handle that. Last question, Coach. What should we expect from the Utah Utes uh, next, this upcoming season? Well, uh, the same thing you've seen for a lot of years, a physical football team. That's our calling card, physicality. Uh, we're going to run the ball right at you. We're going to run play action pass off of that, take some deep shots. Uh, we're going to be nasty and tenacious on defense. Uh, we need the special teams to get back to the level that we're used to. We've had a little bit of a drop off the last couple of years in the, uh, you know, with our uh, kicking and punting, but that's, uh, that's, we think is on the upswing. And so I think that you can uh, expect a, a team that plays hard every single Saturday and, and you better strap it on when you play us because we're going to, we're going to bring it at you. Coach, this is a phenomenal interview. I can't wait to see you and the Utes have in store this upcoming season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on.